tonight, I definitely have an unstoppable woman, <laughs> Miss Christy Ferrugiaro, and I know how to say it. Good job. Thank you so much. Uh, she and I met because we are both Inspired Girl authors, and um, she's coming out with a new book. And I know some of you may think, oh, is this just going to be about the book? But the book really ties in with her life. Yeah. And yeah. I love the whole story, and that's what this is about, having a conversation, handing over a mic, the mic to the <laughs> guest, and saying, tell me everything, so that then we can get into that conversation part. So I am going to hand over the mic to you, and uh, I'm going to have you tell everybody about your upcoming book. Okay. And um, all the things behind it, Mom of Three, how we came up with this idea, the whole conversation we had beforehand about <laughs> having the sons and how the book ties into the lessons mm -hmm. and how it's made for um, the middle schoolers, the tweens to the teens, which I love because I don't think there's enough, there aren't enough positive messages yes, out there for them. Absolutely. So the mic is yours, my friends. <laughs> All right. So tell us the so, name of the book. Uh, the name of the book is The Saga of the Selenixies, The Collapse of the Crystal Fortress. Mm -hmm. um, it was developed out of uh, time spent in the house during COVID. Um, it started with my sons playing um, with fairy gardens yeah. and um, all the things that go along with fairy gardens. And I just started writing um, about different characters. And some of the characters are based off um, myself, about based off my sons. Um, I have three boys um, at all different stages of their, you know, like of development. Um, I'm a teacher by trade, so I see a lot of things going on inside and outside the classrooms. I spend a lot of time at recess with, with kids. Right. Um, and just even my, my son's friends and my friend's kids. And, you know, you start to see the adversity, the things, the obstacles that they're up against, um, and just what they need to feel supported and to feel empowered and, um, to have them live their best lives. Right. You know? Right. Um, so that's where the book kind of sparked from. Okay. So you were explaining to me that there were different worlds. Yes. And they were based on something. And when you said it, I was like, oh, my God, this is this is brilliant. <laughs> yeah. So the book is, is a lot deeper than you would just look at a, a book and be like, oh, OK. So it's a story of friendship. And um, but, but it's it, not. not. No, no, it's not. It's a lot. There's a lot more yeah. to it. Because Absolutely. if we didn't have to start this session, we, we still would have been sitting outside. And I would have been peppering you with more. Because the minute you started talking about it, I was like, Oh my god this is like a great concept this i really definitely think it's a book that kids are going to read but i think adults are going to enjoy it as well i think they will that's too. the key i think they will too a absolutely um, especially some of my uh adult sarcasm has come out in some of the characters oh my um, god you're sarcastic no, no not, not you you're from brooklyn <laughs> not you <laughs> so it definitely some of my sarcasm and my hu my dark humor has come out in some of the characters too. So and it's fun because there are so many different characters in the book, mm -hmm. and I was able to write everybody different. 
Yeah. So it's not just the goody goody on the bad guy, you know. It's the whole spectrum from really good to really bad and all in between. And it's fun because you have some some people who are um they're really good people, but they have like a little thicket streak in them. And it's it's fun. It was fun to write all different characters, give them different qualities, give them different voices. Um you know, and different even, like, the way they talk, you yes. know, because um, everybody has their own okay, yeah, their animation own when they Absolutely. talk. So, you know, it's fun. It was fun. It was fun to do it because it's, as I said, they're based on so many people that I know, so many people over the years, people that I knew from college and high school and how they acted or how they're, how they spoke. So it was a lot of fun. <laughs> and the thing, the thing that I think um, is really important is – because you wrote about like an entire spectrum of different personalities and different people, it kind of it kind of makes you think about how we categorize kids in high school. There are only like uh, in, in middle school, well, in school in general, you have the good kid, you have the bad kid, you have exactly. the smart kid, you have the class uh, clown, the class clown. And I I know as a mom, I mean, my daughter is thirty, so. Um, you know, she was born in the 90s, so she started going to school in the 90s. And I know that from my experience, you know, it was like, oh, well, I, how do I describe it? I automatically categorized yes. the kids she talked about. Yes, yeah. And I didn't realize then, which is what I always say, I wish I, I wish I had known this 10 years ago, but we always start to talk about and bring about the things that, we're supposed to at the right yeah, time exactly. and I think for me it was raising my daughter and going through a lot of the things that I went through in my life and you talking about this makes me realize that sometimes parents it's just easier to categorize kids Absolutely. and we don't kind of flesh out a whole picture of who they might be who they could be where they may come from what they might want to exactly. consider exactly. you know you and I love that you have you a think, book like that uh, you know oh you look at this one and you're like oh he's the jock yeah he's a jock well he's a dumb jock yes well, you have jocks like that are you know on the honor roll that do community service that are you know um that are very smart, that they're into a bunch of other things other mm -hmm. than just being athletic, yes. you know? Or you may have the pretty girl, and most people look at the pretty girl and they're like, well, she's mean. She's mean. But she's not, right? you know? Yes. Um, and then you have, oh, the smart girl. The smart girl is, oh, she's just, you know, she's perfect. She's perfect. Well, she is not perfect, you right. know? Exactly. You know, did you check out her closet? Because her closet's a mess. Right. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Like, everybody kind of has, like, dual sides. And that's, a lot of the characters are that way, too. That they have, um, that they have all their good qualities. And then there's something in there, like, uh, one of the characters, he's a, oh, he could be a great leader. Mm -hmm. But he has such anxiety over his decisions and are they going to be the best for everybody but he doesn't want to show that to them because he's worried that everybody's going to think badly of him but no that's just like adults do too exactly oh it's exactly a hundred percent a hundred percent i love this you know there's one of my girls in the book where she doesn't know how to be friends she doesn't know how to tell another one of the girls I want to be your friend. Yeah. So instead, she's snarky, you know, yes. and and it's like, 
well, why can't you just come out and say, like, I want to be your friend? But that's a that's a big problem that, that kids have. Yeah. Like, you know, they don't know how to communicate with each other, um, especially now in a world where everybody's looking at a screen. I know. You know, so they don't, like, I know when I was growing up, and when you were growing up, we were talking on the phone or we were with each other. So you saw people's expressions and what they were saying. Now with everything going through, you know, a screen, you don't know what their expression is. They may just type something like, you know, uh, I gotta go. And you're like, oh my God, she's mad at me. Right. No, she's her mother said dinner is ready. She's gotta go. <laughs> right, when we were on the phone, we could hear the parents exactly. in the background. Exactly. We could laugh, we, we could say something, or if we said it the wrong way, it was like, oh my God, I didn't mean it that way. That just yeah, came out wrong. that came out wrong. There was, a, there was a moment that we could correct ourselves. Exactly. And now, it's, I, I can't tell you how much this is a running theme in so many of the people that I'm talking to. It is, it's terrible. It, it, but it just shows me that the this is really something that we have to talk more about exactly. and not just talk about, but figure out, okay, so how do we fix it? Because exactly. I'm, I'm always, I'm that person that goes, okay, all right, someone else just brought it up, someone else just brought it up, someone else just brought it up, oh, okay, great, we're what next? Yeah. Like, I wish people would ask that question. Exactly. Okay, what well, next? How do we fix this? How do we fix this? We're talking about kids bullying, what next? What are we really going to do that we can all get behind? You talk about homelessness, if that's what you're talking about, okay, great, that's terrific, what's next? Yeah. Like, okay, we Absolutely. put a Band-Aid on everything. And your book, I think, I think could be part of the what's next because I think the first thing you have to do is um, kind of ch tell children, show children that we're we're all the same, but we're all different. And that's okay. Not just that we're all different. Yeah. You know, it's like no, we all have insecurities. The jock, yeah. the pretty girl, and the smart girl, yeah. the band geek, because you know there's always oh the band geek. The, the, my daughter was an athlete and a band geek. Could you yeah. imagine? And I think like, about it. You uh, think about when someone says a band geek, and I'm like, do you know how talented that person is? Oh yeah. To be able to play an instrument, learn a song, and 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 then do an intricate movements while they're doing all of that. Yes. That takes so much talent. How could you call them that? Right. How can they be the band geek? And yeah. I, I'm not calling my daughter a geek. I'm just saying that's yeah, how. Yeah, that, but that's, that's how they... it's classified. <laughs> it's terrible. It's terrible. But you know what? As her mom and her going into the band, I'm, I'm going to admit it. I'm going to admit it. I was a little nervous. Yeah. How are people going to perceive her? Are they going to think, you know, parents have their own anxieties from their own insecurities when they were Absolutely. kids. Absolutely, absolutely. And I can remember thinking, I'm so proud of her. And you want what's be best yes. for her. And you want better for her than what you have. Yes. So you're thinking, well, is this gonna be best for her? Is she gonna strive here? Is she gonna like? Is and she did. Yeah. She. Oh my God. She flourished. It was those. She loved bands more than the sport she had played from when she was five years yeah. old, because those were her people. And as I met these kids and their their parents, I was like, you know what? Thank God she picked me to be her mother because <laughs> she teaches me more and more about myself oh, every day. Oh, absolutely. And this book also came from your children teaching you a lot yes. and your children showing you yes. a lot because 
you had said you were you were a girly girl. Now yeah. here you were with three boys. Yes. Oh, it was so the opposite. Yeah. I was from you know bows and and makeup and glitter to now dirt and and baseballs and softballs and 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 some of the things that I never ever thought I would say in my life. Like please get your cup off the table. Yeah. And I'm not talking about a glass. Right. You know, <laughs> things that never in my life would I would have thought come out of my mouth. I'm like. Okay, but you know what? They have. They've taught me some amazing lessons, and I am a I'm a, a kick-ass uh, boy mom now. Yeah, <laughs> and I wouldn't You're have it any it. other way. I wouldn't have it any other way. But you know. we were talking about um, your son, who's in sports, and how some of the, some of what you wrote in the book really kind of applied to some of his life in terms of because the book is about teamwork. Yes, yeah, so it's a, the the one of the main themes of the whole book is about teamwork, is about friendship, it's about learning people's strengths and weaknesses and how working together um, is better. Yeah. How, you know, I may not be able to do everything, you may not be able to do everything, but together we could do it all. Yes. And how relying on your strengths to help push me up the ladder, mm -hmm. as we were talking about before, and me, you know, you relying on my strengths to push you up next to me, yes. you know, and that's that's a big, um, I, I feel like that's a big issue in our world today. Is everybody is very much like for themselves, and yes. you know, and oh, I have to get this, and I have to do this, and I have to do that, and it's well, if we're a team, we have to do this together, mm -hmm. and I mean, it goes for sports, it goes for families, you know, it's. That's how that's how I envision the world yes. to be. That we should all be pushing each other up and like let's all get to the top of the mountain together. Like right. what a beautiful picture we could if we're all there together. Yes. Why should you be at the bottom when I'm at the top? Yep, I agree. And now your son, you've moved. We've moved. You yeah. moved out of state. We did because yes. we're in New Jersey, and you've moved down south. Yes. Yes, we did. And you've said there's 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 um, maybe a little bit of a different mindset. And this is not because of where you moved. No, this is no. just this is you know my daughter. I think of a yeah. lot of it had to do with where we were here. Yeah, they he he had his friends and they had been playing together for so very long. Right. That they kind of you kind of get a little of like cohesive mm -hmm. like play. Um, we're now stepping onto a new team. And it is a life lesson, and it's a lesson that all of us learn because you step into a new job, yes. you know, you step into a new career, you have to figure out where you fit in the group and how you can do the best for whatever it is, like for him, for his team and his school, and for, you know, somebody stepping into a new job, you would have to figure out how you can best help this team. What What is, what can I do that's going to make this group better? So, you know, he's... He's he's a great kid, so mm -hmm. he really is. Um, he's flourishing, and he's he's figuring it out. Yeah, he is. He definitely yeah. is. But that those are themes that are in the book, you yes. know, too, of being able to work with each other and and um, you know everybody has a common goal. So right. Like let's get there. <laughs> Helping each other become the yes. best that they can yes. be for the good of the team. Yes, yes. And it's all about empowerment. Yes. You empower me, I empower you. Um, you know, and that's what the Selenixies do. That's what their um their leader, her name is Aura. Mm -hmm. Um, and she's got black curly hair like me. Oh, but wow. um, <laughs> 
And she wears purple glitter boots, which is my favorite. And what is your expression? Oh, thankful, blessed, glitter obsessed. Yes. So she has to be wearing glitter boots. (laughs) Yes, yes. That is my my motto. Yes. Um, So she's a leader, but she's also the leader who understands that that everybody has strengths. Mm -hmm. And that, you know what, in this situation, we're going to listen to what you have to say because you seem to be the expert on this. So we're going to follow what you have to say, as opposed to being the leader or the boss to say, no, we're doing what I say. I'm the boss. You follow me. She is very much a um, a person of empowerment and will say, you know, okay, I like your idea. It sounds like a solid plan. Let's use it. Let's Let's see what happens, you know, as opposed to just being the boss, because nobody likes the bossy boss. Right. Um, And... She does. She steps in and says, okay, this is what we need to do. Um, you know, and sometimes gently, gently like pushes them from behind and say, okay, we'll, we'll follow you. You, you seem like you, you know what you're doing and we're gonna, we'll figure it out. I don't know if we mentioned what the worlds were based on. Oh, so the worlds are based on the seven chakras, okay. which adds a whole nother layer of of depth to to it. Um, Some of them are very obvious. Mm -hmm. Um, Some of them are, um, you may not think it's about the seven chakras. Right. Um, But it's all based on the seven chakras. What are the seven chakras? um, You're going to put me on the spot. I know, I'm sorry. Uh, Root, (laughs) sacral, solar plexus, heart, throat, third eye, and crown. There you go. You know it like the back of your hand. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So some of them, you know, as I said, like are very obvious. Mm -hmm. Like they're in the ground. They're in the root. Um, And you'll see, too, that in certain lands, certain characters are blocked and certain characters are unblocked. Now, why are they blocked? So sometimes you're – your chakra could be blocked and you could be having some sort of – you know, like for your throat, it could be an issue with communication. You could mm-hmm. be having a hard time communicating with your partner or your uh, your parents or something like that where you would have to, you know, work on unblocking it. Okay. So that your communication would flow better. Right. Um, so in, as it's in the story, in certain lands, some of the characters are blocked and some of them are unblocked and then they switch. Um, all of the characters are based off crystals. Um, or they all have crystal qualities. Mm -hmm. Um, Some of their names go along with crystals. Some of their names are names that I just always loved. Right. um, And I thought were really pretty and beautiful when I just mixed those. Yeah. But most of them have to do with a, um, they're linked to a certain crystal. Um, There's all sorts of uh, interesting characters that they meet along the way. There's goblins, there's, giants there's um there's mermaids there's pixie pirates so this is all uh part of my um extremely overactive imagination (laughs) i know but i love it like you're sitting here and you're saying it and i'm just sometimes people think like i have this far away look that i'm not paying attention and i tell them no actually when you're talking i'm envisioning all of these characters (laughs) and or all of these situations whatever it is that we're talking about in my head because it just you know, this, we had both admitted, like, we weren't, like, Star Wars fanatics or anything like no. that. And, and never in my life writing did I something think like that this, I would right. write a, a fantasy fiction. 
yeah. that we're often in different worlds and butterflies and bees talk. Yeah. I, never. But that's where I'm at. <laughs> and I love at. it. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love it that I get to um, use my imagination. Like I was telling you before, I was that girl who played Barbie every day as a kid. And mm -hmm. every one of my Barbies had a backstory where they came from, you know, who they, what they liked, what they didn't like, their favorite color, their they all had a backstory right you know and after i was done playing everybody had to get back into their original clothes and be put in a certain spot so that they were set up for the next day and who knew i could use my imagination and a lot of times i didn't tell people what was going on right because they would have thought that i was you know oh well, you know a little weird <laughs> that or i that had you had a fantastic a you know yeah. imagination yeah You're, you were an imaginative you know, girl. Yeah. So now these, this was fun because my imagination went crazy. But then I also love, I, you know, like I like doing research. Mm -hmm. So like when I was writing about pirates, I spent an hour reading about hours, not even just an hour, hours reading about different kinds of pirates, the Morgan pirates and the, you know, Jose Gaspar pirates and all sorts of different kind of pirates and their boats and their ships and their, their clothes. And who knew their clothes were called slops? Would you think that their clothes were called slops? And right. they wore mammoth hats, like all these little details so that I could put it in the book so that it, it like made you, when you read it, you will see exactly yes. what I'm seeing Exactly in my what head. I'm envisioning uh -huh. right now in my head as I'm, yeah. I have that stare in my head <laughs> where I'm like, okay, I hope she doesn't think I'm not paying attention. <laughs> but as she's saying this, I'm actually putting this person the, together in yeah, my head, which is the best part. Pixie pirates with little mammoth hats and, and slops with their little wings fighting yeah. off their ships. And yeah. And kids reading that. It does. It just kind of, it, it builds their own yeah. imagination. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I hate to say it, but I don't know how, how, how often our kids do that anymore. Use their own imagination because everything, everything is so visual. Is given to them. Everything Absolutely. is right there. And they don't use their own imagination. So for you to really, you know, not only use yours, but also go into it, do the research and bring everything together. I can only imagine how it's like going to be one of those reads that just leaps off the page yeah. it's very vivid it's yeah. very vivid and i um i write in a lot of dialogue mm -hmm. so it's a lot of um them talking not mm -hmm. a lot of um just like essentially like backstory and paragraphs right. right so it's a lot of you seeing what they're what they're saying and then like being able to see them um, did your kids have any input while you were writing it? Did they know what you were doing? No. Did they give you any ideas? Um, not, I'm going to say not intentionally. Okay. Not intentionally. There are certain conversations that two of my main, two of the characters, um, Stone and Rocky, some of the conversations that they've had were taken from conversations I've overheard the boys talking about. Okay. You know, um, when you, when we get into the books, the further books down the line. My mm -hmm. youngest does appear in one of them. Um, but so you're gonna, you want this to be a series? Yes, you I want, want it to be, to be a, a series. series. Yes, between three and five of them. Yeah, kind of like um, Harry Potter yeah. for this type of yeah. um, world. Yes. Let's say yes, yes, yeah. So this is more of a, this is like middle grades. Harry, well, Harry Potter was intended for middle grades when it first started. Yeah. Um. So yes, this is. Middle but then grades. it caught up with everybody. It caught it on did. with everybody, it did. even adults. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, 
I'm just going to say this. When the book gets to the point where they're turning it into movies, <laughs> I just always want at least a couple of free passes. Absolutely. So that I can absolutely, just go. So absolutely. I can say, even if you don't remember my name, I can just be like, oh, I knew her. I knew her when. <laughs> I knew her. Because I, I on a personal level, I'm very excited to get a copy of the book. Oh, yeah. It's, it's I'm very excited to get a copy. I'm very excited to introduce it to my 11-year-old niece and my 15-year-old nephew Yeah, that I know, just knowing their personalities, yeah. I know it's going to be something that they kind of lean into. Mm -hmm. And I know the difference a book can make in a child's life, in how they look at things, because that's what Harry Potter did with me and my daughter. Yes. And it brought us together because it became our thing. Yes, yes. It was like, oh, we gotta we gotta get the tickets. It was it was never, you know, she's gonna go see it with her friends. She could see it the second time with her friends, but yes. seeing it the first, first time, time with me. Thing. And she read all the books. Yes. So which I did not. So when we went to the <laughs> movies and I would be like, Oh my God, this was great, she would give me the whole backstory of everything yeah. and I could remember and you know what that did? <laughs> It opened up the conversations that we could have. Oh, absolutely. Because it always led into something else where, you know, that reminds me of when. And the things that she didn't, you know, um, freely tell me tell about what was mm -hmm. going on in school and the friends that she had suddenly became a much, just a very organic conversation yeah. about what was going on and gave me a little bit of insight of where her head was at. So, you know... I, I know people say, well, it's just a book. It's just another book. It's just a story, but it's not. No. This is something it and based on the up, on the yeah. seven chakras. Yeah. This is a book that's going to it's going to open up a lot, a lot of, of conversations. Yes. And it's gonna Absolutely. give it's gonna give parents a lot of insight. And it's gonna I just, you know, I'm obsessed with conversations. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know we keep using that word over it. and over and over it. and over. But I feel like it's so important because mm -hmm. there's just been such a such a long period of time where we all just don't sit down and talk. Like no. you're telling me outside and I'm getting excited about your yeah. book, which is why I love doing this. Because every time I have someone on, they tell me something different that I'm like, oh my God, I'm excited, I'm excited. You're I think the first one, the first actual author that's promoting a book that like we're talking about okay. it which I love because yeah. I'm an author so <laughs> yeah. I could get very excited about books um but I I just I don't know I just I feel like these are the important things in life these are the important lessons these are the things yes. that parents can can kind of look at differently too yes absolutely and you know where the the Raising kids in this world is so scary because you hear all these horror stories and you hear all these terrible things that, well, if I would have known, well, if I would have known. And if my book get into the hands of a kid who's struggling and give and a parent who's struggling and open it up for them to be able to talk so that child, that baby, grows up to be, you know, up to be who they're meant to be, to be the... That to me is amazing. That is that is why I do this. I mean, as I said, I, I've been teaching for a long time. You have that background too. I do, yeah. And I started, I remember being 23, 24 years old teaching. I taught in Brooklyn, in Sunset Park, in a parochial school. And I remember reading Harry Potter with my reading group. And... I probably, because I was at that age, I was 20, yeah, 23, 24, 
I probably would have eventually read Harry Potter, but it wasn't like on the top of my reading list. Right, right. Um, but I had an advanced reading group and they were like, well, can we read Harry Potter? And I was like, sure. And it opens them up. It opens me up. I became the coolest teacher in the school. I'm sure you did. <laughs> I have no doubt. <laughs> and, you know, um, I was Miss Ford at that point. So <laughs> they, but it was, it really, it opened, it was fantastic. It opened lines of communications with the kids. Um, and they all went on to read the rest of them. And I went on to read them. And it's funny because, you know, you go on to read the second book. And now it's making me think of my kid, the my kids. Any of my students have always been considered my yes, kids. So I have I hundreds of kids. So like my kids reading it and some of the funny things that they said when we read the first book. So now I'm reading the second book, a second book, and I'm like, oh my God, I remember, you know, what so and so said about Hermione's in the first book. And so it um, you know, it's it, it helps everybody grow. Yes. You know, and that's what I hope for this. I I really feel like I put my heart and soul into it and um hours of staring at the screen trying to think of how can I make this more exciting or how can I make it more vivid it's a process you know it is writing a book is a process it is, it is. and whether it's fiction nonfiction, however you want to categorize it your heart and soul goes into it you're the authors everything goes into it because every author starts out wanting to write the very best book that they can absolutely and I think when you're also writing with the intention to help people, yes. to help others, there's there's this sense of responsibility that you're also carrying with you to say yeah. it really, really has to be the best that it possibly can be. Absolutely. Because as you said, in this day and age, um, especially recently, you have kids committing suicide. That's the scariest thing humanly They're possible young. to me. It, it, yeah. They're young. Because they just feel like they don't have anywhere to go. They don't have anyone to talk to. And it's like, well, hopefully you can find somebody in the book to relate to. Because yes. there's all sorts of characters, you know. And, and when I mean are, characters, I mean like characters, not just, you know, like right. Right. Uh, in there. That there's somebody there for you. There's somebody that you will relate to, you know. Um, I wonder too, you know, that's why I love these conversations because then, then your mind starts going and I love that the conversation happens organically because I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, you know, parents are always looking for resources. They're always looking for ways to help their children. And a lot of times they look toward the clinical community, which yeah. I support. Yeah. I support a hundred percent. Um, but sometimes that connection can be made Absolutely. with the character. Growing up, okay, I'm gonna date myself, although I don't think I've ever been too shy about how old I'm gonna be. My go-to was, and, and I know every girl that was in my elementary school, and anyone who is my age is going to be shaking their head right now, because you know we have millions of listeners, because that's what I'm manifesting. Um, Are you there, God, it's me, Margaret. Oh yeah. That was the book. Mm-hmm that every girl kind of could see themselves in, could. And for someone like me, who always felt very far on the outside, um, because my childhood was not normal in any way, shape, or form, reading that book kind of leveled the playing field for me. Okay. It was the first time I kind of felt like, 
okay, yeah, other girls feel this way. Other girls are scared of this or yeah. taught, you know, think this way or um, don't want to talk to their mothers about that. And don't, it was the first moment, and I, I was, I, I had no problems in school. I was athletic, so that was my thing. I was just naturally athletic. So I yeah. always got picked. I always, I didn't have those pressures, but I had the pressures of what was going on in my home. And to sit there and, and read that in grade school as a fifth, sixth grader and suddenly not feel so alone oh, was mm -hmm. just what I needed to kind of get me through the next level because our kids are always leveling up. Oh, absolutely. You know, they're always changing. And there's always, I want to say drama. <laughs> Every level there has, has its own drama yeah. and its own, you know, set of issues that you have to like navigate and figure out exactly you know? exactly some of them are going to be hard some of them are going to be easy some of them you're going to you know you're going to be like oh wait but as i said like in the book what what could be difficult for you may have been easy for me it, yes you know but then there's other things that you know i may have struggled with that you found you know to be easy and and we use you know we we are when we're kids our our friends are kind of like our meters and, yes and Sometimes it just takes that one thing that you see in someone else that you're like, oh, God, they're better than this. They must be. They, you automatically assume they're better at everything. Yes. And you suddenly, you know, your inner light just kind of goes dim because you're like, I can't compete with that or I can't. No, that that is for you to celebrate for exactly. them. Exactly. And then to to kind of use as inspiration to find what it is in you. you that now other people can support exactly. and other people also, can yeah. can cheer on and for you to strive to be better yes so okay so you're you know you're smarter than me in in math all right well guess what you know when it comes down to history i have a memory like you know i i can remember all the details so you're better in math i'm better in history it is what it is exactly maybe you're better in softball and i was a swimmer so right. i'm a better swimmer but it's not to be looked at as a, a it should be celebrated. Like, yes. I feel like everybody's special. This should be celebrated as opposed to being, well, I'm better at this than, you're, than you. Absolutely. Uh, you know. Absolutely. And I really think, um, I just know, I don't even think, <laughs> I just know that this is going to be, well, I'm going to put it out in the universe. I'm going to manifest it for you, that this will be a resource that parents can quietly share yes. with their children, children. Yes. and say, read this, yes. you know, you're not just going to see yourself in it. You're going to see the friends that you know. In exactly. It. And it's going to make you because unfortunately, no matter how many times we tell our kids, you can come to me, you can come to me, you can come to me. There are always going to be things that they're not going to come to us about. Oh, absolutely. They're just absolutely. going to keep it to themselves or they're too embarrassed. They're too ashamed. They don't want to hurt us. Yeah. They feel like what they're going to tell us, you know, if I tell them this is going to hurt my mom or my dad disappoint them yes we can't make them understand no, the no. love that we have for them and two i want them to be able to talk to their friends about something mm -hmm. because just because we have a disagreement doesn't mean i don't like you anymore right doesn't mean that i don't want to be your friend mm -hmm. we, we had a little you know there was a little bump in the road it's no big deal we worked together through it and we come out stronger on the other side as opposed to, oh, well, you know, Maureen said she didn't like my shirt today, so guess what? I don't want to be friends with her anymore. Yeah. Because that's, you know, that's, I've seen that a lot too with, with students that I've had, with my own children, that they're just like, well, I don't like him anymore. Well, why? 
Well, because he said that, you know, I, I'm not as good as he is. Okay, well, was he was he joking? Do you right. understand what a joke is? Like, was he busting your chops? Because, like, that was the saying that Oh, yeah, he busted my chops. Yeah. Um, my mom always said, you know. Yeah. Um, well, you're a scooch. Yeah. Which meant you just kept constantly exactly. busting someone's chops. <laughs> exactly. But it's not a bad thing. Like, no. Well, he doesn't like me. Well, no, I don't think that it's it – that's just – that's his personality. Right. And it's okay. And you just have to know that about him. And, you know, all right, if you don't want to be friends with him, you don't have to be friends with him. Right. If know? it makes you uncomfortable, yeah. you don't think you can handle it, then okay. Then you know yeah. that about yourself. So find Absolutely. the people. Find your people. Exactly. I. It's funny. Doesn't I mean had, they're bad, though. My son came home and he says to me, oh, so-and-so doesn't like me. And I go, okay. Mm -hmm. And he goes, what do you mean, Okay. He doesn't like you and he's like well what, what do I do to make him like me he doesn't like you it doesn't mm -hmm. matter and he's like oh I said not everybody's gonna like you and that's okay right oh oh okay and then I was having this conversation with another mom and she's like well what do you mean you told him that it's okay well you don't have to like everyone right well you know they should they should get along well, I didn't say not to get along. Exactly. But they don't have to like each other. If they don't right. like each other, that's okay. Yes. And uh, there's just so many weird themes that are running through that people are instilling in our children that it's like, but for what reason? Why are you Why are you trying to tell them that everything is flowers right. and roses? Why are you making them feel like they have to be liked by everyone exactly. or something is wrong? wrong. That's yes. the thing. And then it's like, Okay, well, he doesn't like you. Right. It's not a big deal. Just go spend time with the people who do like you. Right. Go find your people. You They're like. not. That's not your person. So move exactly. along. Same thing in relationships. This is not your person. Say thank you. This has been great. This has been great. Mm -hmm. Next. <laughs> exactly. 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 And that's you know, parents are like, well, what, why? Why would you try to you know, make him get along with him? Well, for what reason? Right. Why am I doing that? What's the purpose? Yeah. Everybody doesn't have to be friends. Right. So now I'm teaching him to change himself. Yeah. So that someone will like him. Or, or I'm teaching him he has to tolerate other people's people, behavior in exactly. order to be liked. Exactly. Like, yeah. I tell him, you're awesome. All of them. You're awesome. You will find your people. Because are you, you know, yes, are, are you... Do you have friends that you went to grammar school with? Yes, I, I have a couple of girls that I went to grammar school with that I'm still friendly with. Mm -hmm. I have a handful of girls that I went to high school that I'm still friendly with. I have, you know, a, a couple from college that I'm still friendly with. But I have a whole new breed of other women. Yeah. You know, like when I stepped into Inspire Girls, I got to meet you and, and a bunch of other women who I look at as like almost like big sisters, you know, to help me. Which really means... Some of us are older than her. Just saying. I was sorry. I should say it. I look at you as <laughs> as kidding. as sisters yes. and big sisters, and you know, helping me to navigate through the process of writing the book. But I look you know, at all of you the same way. You know, I, like I've learned so much about myself exactly. just by watching all of you and being like, oh, like she has such fire in her. 
she's so relaxed and she's just so kind and exactly you've all opened up different parts of me that's how I feel yeah I feel like you find like I was put into this group and I relate to everyone in a different way mm -hmm. and I get something different from each person yes you know and um you know what do you think about it we'll talk about age difference I wouldn't have known you right no, you, know? you wouldn't have. But we have kids that are completely different ages. Exactly. We grew we we were li we grew up in the same neighborhood, but at different times, we lived in the same state for a while, but in but different in towns, different towns, and yeah. different areas. And if it wasn't for me writing a book and you writing a book, we wouldn't have found each other. Mm -hmm. And you, you know, I've learned so much from you from listening to you, and then being able to come and do this with you, like it's exciting. You know, as I said, like just as you know. You're climbing the ladder. I'm helping push you up. You're pulling me up right with you. That, yes. You know, so yep. I mean, that's, but those are lessons that it takes while to learn. It does. You know, um, it does. and this book, could I have written this book 20 years ago? No, 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 it's, it's now. Yeah. Because the lessons I've learned through my life, the lessons that I've seen other people learn, the lessons that I've now seeing as a mom, as a teacher, as, you know, there's so many layers yes. to it that I couldn't have written this 20 years ago. 100%. It wouldn't have been anything like it. I always say when, I used to say, if I go, everybody comes with me. Absolutely. Now I say, when I go, go. when I get there. Yeah. I'm just going to put my arm out and everybody is Absolutely. coming with me because there's always more than enough to go around. Oh. And how boring, Connor, how boring would it be, our engineer, because I'm pulling him into it, <laughs> how boring would it be, truthfully, if when I call John Travolta up and I rent his airplane and I bring everyone who's in my circle mm -hmm. and throw them on the plane to go to the private island in Tahiti. How boring would that be just doing by myself? Pretty boring. Yeah. Connor says it would be pretty boring. I think so too. And that's how I look at life. That's how I look at success. Absolutely. So when the day comes that let's, you know, I just hit it as big as Oprah and I can do anything I want in the world. Exactly. How boring would it be for me to do it alone? Absolutely. No, I want to bring everybody with me. So why wouldn't I want to bring them on the journey, journey. too? Absolutely, absolutely. Well, like we said before, I don't know if you said it while we were out there or talking, um, like who wants to see the top of it, like to be up on top of a mountaintop by yourself? Not me. No. Oh, no. I, I want to be up there and with be like, people. Everybody see how awesome this is? Like, I want to have like a picnic. Mm. I want like, I want everybody up there feeling like this is what life is. Absolutely. These are all the possibilities and opportunities that are in front of us. Absolutely. So let's just, let's just do it. Let's just say, yes, we can all do this. We can all step forward. You are absolutely giving that message in this book absolutely and i am going to say i am going to say <laughs> that it's going it's going to be a game changer yeah. i think it's going I to be so a game too. changer for I all, think so all too. these I, I really honestly and truly do and, and as you write the series i hope i'm a character in one <laughs> I could be the old decrepit witch no, who just no. has a like hundreds of years of wisdom. 
there's mystics in there. But I'd rather be someone that floats around and looks kind of cute. Yeah. I can have wrinkles on my face. (laughs) But I really want to fly because even though I'm going to be 59, I'm a solid 35 on the inside. (laughs) And I want my my fairy, my pixie, whatever it is, whatever type of character. Your selenixie. My selenixie. Thank you. My selenixie, I want her to just be fun and colorful. Yes. And, yes. and and you can call her Mitzi. That's what my grandmother <laughs> calls me. Oh, okay. <laughs> Look, I'm putting in my order. I want to be in your buff. I want to be in your buff. My name's Mitzi, <laughs> and I'm really pretty. I fly. <laughs> I, I fly, fly, fly. I can even have gray streaks in my mm. hair. But thank you so much for doing this oh, with me. Oh, thank you for inviting thank me. Thank you. Awesome. I mean, I always say these conversations, you know, we come up. We come on today. We talk about your book. I'm so excited about your book. Like I can't even begin to tell you. I'm like, oh my god, when's the release date? I want to order it now. And I am, I am dead serious. I don't say what I don't mean. Um, right. I don't say what I don't mean. Right. I said that right. But also just the conversation about our kids. About, yeah. You know how it how it does tie into what's going on in the world. So. Oh yeah. Thank you so much. And Thank when it you. is released and it becomes a bestseller, I want you to come back on. Absolutely. So we can talk about the we'll next one. Because we'll talk about book two. Yes. We're going to talk three. about the next one. Yes. We're just going to keep going with yes, it. We yes. Have, we, Connor, you are the witness. I have a standing appointment with her. Every time a new one's coming up, I Absolutely. get the first podcast interview. Yes. Yeah, uh, and I got yeah. it on video. That's <laughs> yes. right. So, yeah, so thank you so much. Oh, thank you for having me. And thank you for everyone to everyone who came back and is enjoying the conversations. Remember, if you have something that you want to talk about, if there's a conversation that you need to have, um, get in touch with me. Let's do it because uh, to me, if we're having a conversation, then anything is possible. So, again, this is Maureen. Unsilenced, unashamed, unstoppable. Thanks so much. And uh, I'll hear you next week. Take care. Bye-bye.